This one simple thing reduces blood glucose spikes and drops faster than anything I have ever seen. And it's the number one way that my clients hit 90% time in range or greater, usually within a few days of working with me. And I want to give it to you for free. Now imagine with me for a sec, there was a way to balance those high and low blood sugars in an instant before they actually go high or low. While it might sound like magic, and I mean, honestly, it kind of feels like magic as well, what I'm about to share with you is what took me over a decade of research and trial and error to discover, and it might just forever change how you manage your diabetes as well. Now, what I'm about to share with you is actually so groundbreaking, yet so simple that I'm actually writing a book on this topic as we speak to get the word out about this counterintuitive method. The cool part, literally every diabetic can use the method that I'm gonna share with you today. Like type one, type two, 1.5, Modi, Lada, gestational, prediabetes, all the different types of diabetes this will work for, including you. And if you don't know who I am, my name is Matt Vandevecht. I'm a certified master fitness trainer and nutritionist living with type one diabetes. And I wanna talk about the most effective tool for fixing blood sugars and stopping those spikes and drops in their tracks. It's called the balancing arrows equation. I've spent the last 10 years pushing the limits while identifying trends and patterns in my type 1 diabetes management. Follow along as I learn, apply, and share the fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle strategies that I've learned from diabetes experts around the world. The real question is, how can we live fearlessly with diabetes while maintaining stable blood sugars? This podcast is here to give you the answer. My name is Matt Vandevecht, head coach and co-founder of FTF Warrior, and welcome to Part of My Pancreas. Now, before I get into the exact strategy for today's episode, I actually want to share a story with you that's going to help tie some of the pieces together and, and hopefully help it to make more sense. So recently, I went on an, an experiment of sorts to achieve 100% time in range over seven consecutive days. Now, what that means, if you're not familiar with it, is I set out to keep my blood sugars perfect, like non-diabetic levels, for seven days in a row. 24 hours a day. And I did it. I, I actually was able to do it. It was hard. Don't get me wrong. But what I noticed around day six or day seven is that I was putting extra effort in because I was so close and I wasn't going to let this one slip through my fingers. But seven days I was able to maintain non-diabetic numbers using what I'm about to show you. Now, on day seven, admittedly, I was aggressive in my strategies. I was not going to let this one go. And so I literally had my running shoes at the door. I had candy at my desk and I was just ready for whatever I had to do, whatever was necessary to fix the blood sugars and keep them at those non-diabetic levels. Now, the reason, I'm sure most of you are asking, why does he have running shoes and candy, right? Well, the reason is that I wanted to be able to redirect any blood sugar that was gonna come my way, right? So I'm still eating normal meals and all that jazz, but ultimately, if a blood sugar starts to go up, I need to have a tool ready to bring it back down as fast as possible, right, before it gets out of range. If my blood sugar starts to go down, I need to have a tool or a strategy to bring it back up before it gets out of range, because if it slips out of range, even for one reading, game over. Right, I start the clock over again and <laughs> six and a half days in, you don't wanna to have to start over. So 
This idea is ultimately what I want to talk to you about today is the balancing of the arrows. And if you're not familiar with what the arrows are that I'm talking about, I wear a CGM, which is a continuous glucose monitor. And on most of the CGMs these days, they have arrows that are associated with the numbers. And I'll put something on screen for you to see. We've got arrows that are slanted up and slanted down. We have arrows that are straight up and straight down. And we have double arrows up and double arrows down. Right Now these uh, directions of the arrows are representative of the rate of change of blood sugars. So double arrows up means I'm spiking very rapidly. I might have had uh, some soda. I don't drink soda anymore, but maybe I had a fruit smoothie and that one spiking my blood sugars or a bowl of pasta or rice, right? And alternatively, if it's double arrows down, it means I'm dropping very rapidly. I'm also training for half Ironman right now. So a lot of my workouts are absurd. And you know, when I'm swimming for a mile or biking for 30 or running for 10, I experience a lot of blood sugar drops, right? So when you're experiencing those, you have to know what tools you have available to you to stabilize blood sugar so you're not at the whim of whatever your blood sugars want to do, right? Now, at the surface level, we think about the, the different arrows. Most of the downward trend arrows have to do with insulin and exercise, right? For the most part, there's a lot of other things that can impact blood sugars, and we'll get more to that in a second, but for the most part, Insulin's kind of the primary, exercise is a secondary, and then there's a couple other that we can toss in there uh, to include them. But things that spike blood sugars, there are far more options <laughs> if you ever need to spike your blood sugars. However, some of them are less predictable, right? So now we have to decide which ones are realistic. In fact, I want you to comment what you think your most aggressive variables are that you've seen. So double arrows up. What of those have you noticed cause blood sugars to spike really fast? And double arrows down. What have you seen that leads to a blood sugar drop rapidly? And these are going to help you to identify. So this is also an exercise. I'm trying to help you out. Uh, but this is an exercise to identify some of your greatest threats, but also in the same sense, some of your greatest helpers. So if you're here on YouTube with me, comment that down below. Uh, and if you're just listening to the podcast, just think through that in your head. What are some of the greatest threats which are also your helpers with blood sugar management? I say are also helpers because depending on the situation that you're in, a rapid drop could be a threat if you're at 80, let's say, and heading towards 50, or it could be a really good thing and it maybe was intentional because you were at 200 and you wanna get back down into range. So this is gonna help you to avoid some of the pitfalls, but also to build some strategies around what options you have as your helpers. So back to my example, I have my running shoes at the door. Why? Because if my blood sugars were double arrows up, let's say, which did happen once and it was, it was a close call. It almost pushed me out of range. I literally grabbed my shoes, hopped out the door, and I ran about a third of a mile, which is about a block or so around my neighborhood. And that brought my blood sugars back down and help me to avoid going out of range. Now, the concept that I'm most known for uh, in our, our community that we have of type one diabetics is this balancing arrows framework. And this is actually part of the framework. It's not the whole thing. This episode would be way too long if we got into all the details. Uh, but the idea behind the balancing arrows framework is that I hold the power to redirect or manipulate my blood sugars at any given point if I have the opportunity to do so. So if I'm able to go for a run, like I'm not stuck in a work meeting or something, I can use the run to redirect a spiking blood sugar. 
Now the goal of balancing the arrows is that if I am currently experiencing double arrows up, I need to find something that is double arrows down. That will therefore cancel out the spike that I'm experiencing. Now alternatively, if I am double arrows down, I need something that is double arrows up to balance out the equation. See, the goal is to solve for zero, right? We want everything to balance out, which is why you want to balance your blood sugars. So if I'm trying to balance my blood sugars and I'm rapidly dropping, I probably don't wanna go for uh, a plate of chicken and broccoli, right? Because chicken has zero carbs and it's all protein. Broccoli has some carbs, but it's a lot of fiber and it's very slow digesting. So this example would lead to double arrows down being offset by something that might be a slanted arrow up, right? Yes, it'll impact blood sugars eventually, but it's gonna take a while. This is also why it's important to know things like your insulin to protein ratio. How do fibers and fats affect blood sugars? Because if our digestion rate changes, which is an entirely different topic, I'm sorry for even introducing it. <laughs> if we get to that in a different video. But if that happens, I need to know and be aware of that because it affects the arrows. So in this example, and in this topic in general, this method, I want you to understand it's all about the arrows and finding a way to balance them to zero, right? So if I have, let's say, uh, a slanted arrow down from walking, okay? So walking, it's gonna drop me, but it's not as rapid as me going for a run, let's say. Well, because I am slanted down, if I want to balance my blood sugars, I have to balance the arrows. So slanted down will be balanced by a slanted up, right? It's gonna stabilize them, it's gonna level out everything. But what would give me a slanted up? And this is your homework from this video. This is your action item, okay? Is to look around in your life and go, okay, what has previously led to a slow rise in blood sugars? Now, I'm gonna give you this answer, but you're gonna to have to do some thinking on your own to identify these in your own life, okay? The answer for many people is higher protein and lower carb snacks. Low carb means that there is some immediate glucose readily available. Higher protein means a slower release of glucose as it converts from protein into glucose at a partial rate, about half, right? So what you end up seeing is that people who consume a lot of protein before exercise tend to see more stable blood sugars. And so the correlation versus causation discussion comes in here. A lot of people think proteins cause stable blood sugars. That is not true. Could not be further from the truth. They don't cause stable blood sugars. They actually cause a rise in blood sugars. But because we often choose protein when exercising, like going for a walk, we see stable blood sugars. When in the absence of protein, we typically see a drop. So we think in our heads, oh, protein stabilizes blood sugars. No, it doesn't. It's balancing the arrows of the activity. Right, So if I were to eat protein and not go for a walk and just hang out on my couch, well, blood sugars are gonna go up. Slowly, yes, but they're going to go up. So then I'd have to introduce something to offset or balance that equation, balance the arrows, which in this case could be a walk. You see how this works? Where if we're able to balance the equation, we can solve for any blood sugar. If I have something that is spiking my blood sugars, I need to find something of equal and opposite power to drop blood sugars so that the arrows essentially cancel out, I stop the spike in its tracks, and I balance my blood sugars out. This is the game of blood sugar management, is to balance 
the arrows. It, and I know a lot of you are like, that's so simple. Correct. My job as an educator and type 1 diabetes coach is to simplify really complicated things, right? So diabetes, very complicated. Blood sugars, very complicated. In fact, there are more than 50 variables that have arrows attached to them, right? Where things will spike or drop at different rates that we need to be aware of. But instead of telling you to go home and memorize a chart of 50 plus variables and all of the impacts on blood sugar they have, I'm just showing you, you can balance out your equations by introducing an equal and opposite reaction. Pretty cool, right? So the, the entire concept can be boiled down to, if I want to balance blood sugars, I have to find an equal and opposite force. If I am going up rapidly, I need to cancel it out with something that goes down rapidly. Okay, so to my, to my injured, wow, just totally forgot how to talk. For my original story, when I had the running shoes and the candy, I wanted to be ready to cancel out both sides of that equation. If I saw a spike, running shoes, go for a lap, right? If I saw a drop, candy, pop it in my mouth. Now, there are more precise ways to do this where I personally can calculate exactly how many grams of carbs I need to cancel out a drop, right? Versus like, oh, I hope this is enough. And that's something that takes more time. Uh, for me, I knew a third of a mile is what was necessary to stop the drop, keep me in range, right? And that has taken time. I fine tune things. And this is what I work with people on, on an individual basis. I customize these plans and, you know, we really get to a point where diabetes is predictable. And you don't have to be worried about leaving your running shoes out and having candy on your desk all the time. But that's for a different episode. But I want you to take home from today is that the balancing arrows equation is within your grasp today. Like you can take this lesson and I hope actually put it into action to implement to see results. And this is, like I said in the beginning, this is how we get our clients to 90% or greater time and range within a few days most of the time. In fact, we had this whole challenge. Uh, it was fantastic. It was a five-day challenge called uh, the Blood Sugar Formula Challenge, where we helped people set up their first blood sugar formula. I talk about predicting blood sugars. This is where it comes from. And today's topic, we did a much deeper dive on. It was an hour-long presentation. But it's part of a five-day series where I explained and walked through how to set these things up for each individual and how to identify trends in your CGM graph and, uh, and do all that sort of fun stuff. So actually it was something we did recently if that's something that would be helpful for you or for somebody you know and you want me to redo one of those uh, or if you want me to even go deeper on this topic i would love you to comment balancing arrows down below if you're on youtube with me just let me know if this type of stuff is something you want me to go deeper into and or if you'd like me to rerun that challenge uh, as a live event and maybe we'll we'll put some pieces together and, and rerun it for you guys so we can get this set up for you because 90% time and range is fun but the real fun is when it's consistent and when it's predictable and when you can hit 100% for seven days in a row that's where the magic happens and I can tell you it it's freeing when blood sugars cooperate so well that you don't have to think about them all the time and that's always been my goal is, you know, how do I maintain this 90% time and range that I've seen for the last four years while living my life, training for triathlons, being a dad, enjoying food, actually uh, running my business and not letting diabetes get in the way of that, all these different things. 
Those are only possible when you put the work in initially to figure out your blood sugars. And you know what, if you'd like me to create more content around this and to reopen that challenge, like I was just telling you about to comment balancing arrows, here's what we need to happen. We need to see this video blow up, like get really popular to show that it's actually a topic worth spending time on for me and my team. Uh, so leave a comment, like the video, subscribe so you don't actually miss me going in depth into these videos because you know if you miss the goods that's unfortunate uh, but then lastly share this give it out to somebody who you think would benefit from understanding how to simplify diabetes management because you know we don't put any paid ads behind this we don't take on loads of sponsorships to pay for it the only way this information gets out there to people who need it is when good people like you spread the word to people who need to hear it, who are struggling, who might be in a position where they don't know how to take care of their blood sugars. And you can be that good person for them today. So, you know, go into your Facebook groups, to your communities, to your endo, share this video with them, and you just might change their life too. So before you go, comment down below, Balancing Arrows, if you want this YouTube channel or this podcast to put out more in-depth videos like this one where we talk about the tactical strategies, like the video, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss when we actually go into the more in-depth topics to give you your answers that you need. And then of course, share the heck out of this video. Let's go help some people. Let's be warriors that help each other. All right, thanks so much for hanging out. I look forward to getting more in detail with these strategies with you in a soon video. And uh, in this next book that we got coming out too, a lot of fun stuff coming up ahead. So don't miss it. Be sure to subscribe. I'll see you in the next one. And keep up the fight.